right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. When you think of the process of channeling, which names come to mind first? Daryl Anka and Bashar? Esther Hicks and Abraham? Jane Roberts and Seth? Edgar Casey. There are many others who tout their ability to bring through information and insight from the non-physical realm. But one name you may not have heard to date, but a voice and a message you'll definitely want to hear comes from an elegant and non-assuming woman residing in Australia, nearly 88 years young. Her name is Valerie Barrow, and her decades-long channeling work includes powerful messages she says are from the late Indian guru, Satya Sayababa. Cosmic Sayababa is how she refers to the discarnate voice of a most enigmatic and mystifying character. We've heard stories of how in life, Sayababa could inexplicably make objects appear out of thin air, cure illnesses, and perform a myriad of miracles. Would it be any surprise that this unassuming woman could act as a channel for this still omnipresent soul? Two things you'll want to know before we start our conversation. One, Valerie actually met and knew the late guru during his physical life. He gifted her with an item that we feel links Valerie with Sayababa both prior to and after his physical departure in 2011. You'll definitely want to hear that story. And two, Valerie, on little to no notice upon my request, went into the channeled state and brought through Sayababa to deliver a message about our current plight and what it all means. This is the crux of our conversation. And I have to tell you, it left me with goosebumps. So now let's tune in, not just with our ears, but with our hearts and listen to what Valerie Barrow and Sayababa have to share with us all. Ms. Valerie Barrow, my friend, well, what a delight to see your beautiful face after seven, eight, going on nine months, probably. We were, of course, together in Uluru for a very important day, that famous cosmic conjunction of 2020 to be exact, January 12th, 2020 at 1234 a.m. Uluru time. My audience uh, is probably sick of me talking about it, but but I do think it's warranted given what we're going through and continue to go through right now. Now, everyone, journeyers, I'd like you to say hello to, to Valerie. She is a lovely, lovely, wise, beautiful, young woman <laughs> with you. lots to share. And Valerie, I, I wanted to try to give you a little heads up as to where I wanted to take this not too long conversation today. But there may be a couple of questions that hopefully won't throw you off. But I, I hope that you can maybe give us some insight from your perspective and the perspective of your, may I say guides, would that be an accurate description? Guides? Uh- Yes, yes, I would say that. Yes, it's an understanding everyone has about being able to tap into a higher intelligence that's within us. And you've been doing it for how many years at this point? Yes, 40 years. It was, um, yes, can you hear me all right? I can hear you fine. Oh, good, that's great. Um, And thank you, actually, for inviting me. And it's lovely to see you again after this time. Absolutely. So um, have I answered your question or? Yes, we're just going to take the journeyers. I'm telling you, we're, we're going to take this 
uh, where it needs to go for the highest good of all involved. I say that before every show, and I have a feeling after I had a peek at some of Valerie's great work and some of her transmissions that there may be some questions here that she can answer things that I have been posing to you, the audience, uh, we've been discussing, let's just say, over the months uh, that have been a bit perplexing that I have a feeling Valerie may just be able to tap into Valerie. So I think without further ado, and I know that I, I probably haven't given a proper background for Valerie. We're uh, recording this. I will be doing an intro that's going to happen after the interview. So by the time we get to this point in the conversation, you'll know exactly who Valerie is and her great work. I'm going to start with this. Valerie, we talked about this a little bit off the air. In January of 2012, um, January 12th of 2020, which just occurred, I uh, said to you that I had a distinct and yet somewhat mm, nuanced feeling, let's say, that something was on the horizon, that I did not know what it was, and I did not know when it would be, but it would commence after this conjunction. You gave me an answer when I posed that question to you. We were both together in Uluru on that day. But I'm going to ask the question in a different way. Did you have, if you go back in your memory banks, just even a vague sense of the tenor of these times right now, back then, upon reflection? Well, the way I see life, Alex, is if I can give a bigger picture about it, is that we are actually raising in consciousness gradually step by step, if you like. It is like a ladder, or you could call it a dimension, and it slips in and out of consciousness. Consciousness, I've come to understand, is not just with the brain. It is actually part of us and who we really are. And so you're asking if I have any thoughts about the future. I I have been given advice from upstairs, if I can call it that way, to the hierarchy and the ones, the wise ones. They actually have said, we're climbing back into the consciousness that exists within alignment with our sun and a core of suns that goes back to the source of all creation. We're not quite there yet, but we're getting there. And so um, this time now coming up, sorry, in January, was a prelude to, there have been major jumps at time to time. Two, one, 2012 was one. You actually mm-hmm. said it. Yeah, Freudian just... slip, right? <laughs> <laughs> and now, of course, um, there is uh, a big one coming now. Um, and um, the Indigenous people um, go through initiations. They have what they call the storytellers. And um, the tribe know when the child's born, that that is going to be the next storyteller. Well, they go through extraordinary um, initiations, including even, um, shall I say, uh, near-death experiences. And they try to know also that when that happens, they just go away. They're in communication to the sky people, and then they come back, and they're very different, and they know a lot more. And they know also that... um, they're not to embellish any of the uh, information they're given. They have to repeat it exactly, exactly as it's been given to them. So their history and their knowledge about the past is very real. 
probably more real than any of our histories been written because people embellish it or come up from their own point of view, right? Um, and so that's what they call a secret business too when it becomes an initiated state. Mm-hmm. And why they've been, it's been very hard to get to know and understand them actually. But knowing this and understanding, anyhow, they're releasing uh, their secrets and they have talked about this time now that's coming up in December. But I've jumped ahead for you because you were talking about January. Mm-hmm. That's so, fine. That was also leading up to it's still the same year. And um, it is, it's been climbing. Um, every, everybody on earth is a different layer of consciousness. There are different different person everybody is different but they're linked by the one in that we are all we are all human race we're hybrids very complicated and how to understand all that uh, but it's a fact and we're special we're very different from most of the uh, star people in the universe mm-hmm. there's millions of them many sure. of them hmm. thank you for that I want to talk, I'm going to dive right in here, because as I said, this is a bit of an abbreviated abbreviated episode today. But I want to go into what you refer to as the cosmic Sai Baba. This is something that I just learned that you have been linked to uh, just recently um, with the, the great transmissions that you are doing and have done recently, cosmic Sai Baba. Now, my first question before I did a little bit of research and found out that it does seem that you are referring to who was once the physical Satya Sayababa who died in 2011. Am I correct with that? Yes, Alexis. Yes, yes. What is, uh, mm. you didn't, I'm sorry, dear. You are? No, continue, please. Uh, um, uh, there were thousands and thousands would visit him every day. You didn't hear about that in the news, but um, he was very well known around the world, but he never really, I think once he traveled outside India, but he, but people went to him. But his teachings were very well known, He um, and he had an extraordinary abilities. I was very blessed, Alexis, to be called for an interview on my own as a woman, which was quite unusual, actually. It was in a room with others in the room, but he, um, he called me and he gave me this wonderful ring. It's a green diamond ring I have, and if you can see it, hmm. and um, it's come from the stars. He just manifested it in front of everybody mm-hmm. and laughingly uh, gave it to me. And then he, he did ask me at another time, what was your name, Val? <laughs> and everybody laughed, of course. But what he was referring to was my ancestor, if you can say, or my future self, was Andrew Meda Val. And uh, oh. that's what I've become known as uh, I, when I ch- channeled. I saw that on your website, and I wanted to get a little context. So here, here we have it now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Baba was, or maybe it's more apt to say is, because I feel he's omnipresent. And I've talked yeah. to others, interestingly, in the last several months, who brought his name up in the same regard, omnipresent. Um quite an enigmatic character. I have done a bit of reading about him and many I'm sure in our audience are, are, are familiar with his very, very perplexing, perplexing to us, I suppose, to the average person, uh, his ability to manifest, to, to, to even teleport in some cases, 
um, uh, very, very unique uh, items that like what he gave you. Uh, We won't go into all that now, but clearly somebody, an unforgettable figure who apparently is still very, very much here and amongst us. And what I think I want to do right now, because I could, we could just have a conversation about this individual and how you were, uh, were blessed to, to get to know him and, and still are working with him. But I think if I may, I'm getting a nudge that the time is right to dive right in. You are kind, were kind enough to grant us a few moments of perhaps a question or two that I have to Cosmic Sai Baba, if you feel that you can tap that channel right now. And if so, I'll, I'll give you a, a moment to, to think about it before, because I don't want to put you on the spot. But if you feel comfortable, I do have a couple of questions. Yes, no, no. Um, um, he He's available, he has said, if I can just say, he said, I have come, I am God, and I have come as a man to take man back to God. And another thing he said was, I have not come to start a new religion, but he does embrace all religions. Um, So in other words, he doesn't take sides with anything. He just, he wants actually people like me, he told me telepathically, because even when I was sitting in front of him, we were still communicating telepathically, which is is quite something. Mm -hmm. And that's, well, how all the star people talk. Uh, whereas we have to use a voice box, although we have lost, or we haven't really lost, we can go back to uh, communicating telepathically. So do you want me to actually uh, call on Cosmic Saibaba to make his presence? I can do that. He doesn't do it to show, you know, to sort of like prove that he exists or anything like no. that. No, and that's not so- the motivation at all. I, I, I feel, and I felt very, very intuitively that I needed to ask a couple of specific questions that I think uh, may uh, help to, uh, there've been people in our audience, Valerie, uh, that have been discussing some very odd, not just symptoms, but a sense of shift, but in a very physical way. I want to inquire about the metaphysical significance of what we're going through right now vis-a-vis a couple of very specific questions, something that I have felt that I have talked to my audience about and that have responded to me in kind with similar questions. That's the purpose yes. of my wanting to speak to him. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I understand that. Um, that's lovely, Alexis. Um, I thought I just wanted to make it clear to the audience, really. So I consider it very sacred work. So with great love and um, respect, I'm calling on Cosmic Sadaba to make his presence. And I don't know how long he wants to speak or how long you want him to speak because we're governed by time here. So, um, so with great love. Um, oh, I am here, my dear. And I am very pleased, very pleased indeed to be here and to be part of this conversation. I welcome the opportunity to speak with your friend Alexis. And um, so if she has a question, I would be happy to uh, respond and perhaps assist. Thank you. It is my honor and our honor to have your presence and your wisdom here today. I feel guided uh, and felt guided to 
kindly ask Valerie if she would uh, be willing to bring your wisdom forward with a couple of specific questions that I have, and I know many that are that will be listening to this have as well. It has to do with this very unique period of time that we're going through. I've had a very keen sense that there is a metaphysical undertone, really for all of reality, but particularly with what we're going through now, that what we're seeing on the 3D level is but an externalization of something far deeper. Specifically, I have had a visceral sense that when all of this began for us here on terra firma about seven or eight months ago, a sense that our planet has been moved to another part of the galaxy. This is a feeling I need to communicate this very strongly. This has nothing to do with what I have heard, what I have read. It was a feeling. It remains a feeling as if we were and are on a moving spaceship and that somehow we have moved into another part of space. May I ask where that feeling might be coming from? Well, I understand what you are saying, my dear. If I would like to clarify, uh, if I may, in that everything, everything is happening at once. That means past, present, and future are all happening at the same time. So this might be a little hard for um, the human to get their head around because they are limited with their brain and records and um, confusion also exactly who they are and where they come from and where they are going. So what I could suggest is that you're sensing a time change, a different dimension as other people call it, We would call it just a different layer of consciousness, but you are moving into it. And when I say into it, I would say a raised consciousness so that you actually feel there is movement and difference within your understanding and knowing and comprehension of the universe. Does this actually help you to clarify what you are feeling? Absolutely. Yes. And thank you so much for that. I have, um, how can I say, I I guess I've resisted a little bit using the phrases and the terms that are used more commonly, like we've moved into another dimension. I simply wanted to tap into what I was feeling and really struggled with that feeling for a long time. It wasn't a bad feeling, but a very, a very specific feeling that, uh, and and yet I understand that this could also denote a dimensional shift. So what you're saying makes perfect sense. I do appreciate that. Thank you. So if I may, uh, another question that is, is related to what I just asked, having to do with the adjustment of this shift, a lot of individuals in my audience, in my sphere, people that I'm in contact with, including myself, have been going through some physical, what I will call symptoms, uh, that also seem to um, um, connect with what you just explained and this this feeling, this sense of movement. Things like uh, odd sounds in the ears, let's just say, what people have described as buzzing in the ears, not what is known as tinnitus, 
but something else very, very distinct, prolonged, also vertigo and dizziness, physical symptoms. My question is, and forgive me for being so long winded, I just want to give you an idea. Might this be associated with what you just described? Indeed, it is, my child. Uh, the physical Earth body is operating at, shall we say, a slower frequency and vibration than what your light body is. Can you accept that? Yes. Do you understand that? Yes. yes. And so the knowledge that you uh, receive is coming through your soul consciousness, and that um, assists, of course, your light body. And it takes a little longer for the light or that message or that change to affect your earth body. It affects different people in different ways, but it is causing change. And it is lifting the frequency and the vibration of your earth body along with your light body. Understand your light body comes from the source of creation and has been part of manifesting your earth body when you are a tiny little embryo in your mother's womb. You have It has been growing all that time with a consciousness and it is not just coming from your earth brain, it is coming from your other soul, which is your God self. Or if you prefer the word creator, it is coming from your creator self. Now, there are many, many that are coming from that place, that wise place, that knowing place of love and compassion. And everything comes from there. There is no judgment from that wise place. So does this help you with your question, my dear? Yes, it does. And I I hope uh, and pray that it will also help those that are asking the same questions, because I know I'm not the only one I'm speaking on behalf of many that are that will be listening. So thank you. I appreciate that. I have one more question, if I may. And again, I thank you for your time and your wisdom. The pandemic that we call COVID-19 coronavirus has Obviously, a lot of people up in arms, up in arms for a lot of reasons. I think I recall when Valerie did a transmission with you before, earlier, recently, maybe just a few days ago, there was mention made of this pandemic, COVID-19, perhaps disappearing. Uh, I, I, I want to make sure I, I understood correctly. Perhaps the best question is, what are your thoughts on the longevity of this and where it's going, if anywhere? There is change happening upon your planet, my dear, as it is actually within your solar system and out to your um, holy, your, uh, I'm sorry, Milky Way galaxy. So there is change all the time. Nothing stands still. Um, And I would like to reassure you, this COVID-19 is going to just fade away very soon. The way it started, it began unexpectedly and it will do the same. It will be a little time. Uh, I know as we from other worlds will say the word soon and people hate it's sooner than what we mean as soon. The reason it has happening 
is because you have free will. Every human being on your planet Earth has free will, and we cannot influence, or sorry, we cannot interrupt that decisions that each make. And so we can help by uh, working through your light being bodies and reminding you why you have come and where you have come from and why you are here, as I have said. And so uh, if you can uh, tap into that source, which is actually available to everyone, some might think of it as psychic experiences, but it is part of you. It's metaphysic. It is very real, and it exists within everyone, and it is possible. In fact, everyone is tapping into it quite often without realizing it. They tend to throw away little hints that are sent from other worlds as imagination. This I would like people to rethink about what they are hearing or feeling and trust it, just as you have, my dear. You know that intuitively there is something. Now the word intuitively means inside chewing, teaching. So intuitively your inside teaching, which is coming through the soul consciousness, is helping you to understand and realize that change is happening quite quickly at this time. At this time. I would say one thing before I finish in that it will help everyone if they try to remain positive in everything they think. Not just say or do, but when they think because that is their true way of communication and it is stronger it goes out without any limit whatever and so if you just think about that for a moment if you are thinking positive thoughts how much it can change and help the change for good of all if everyone remains positive in their thinking does that make some sense? It makes perfect sense. Thank you so much. Thank you kindly. It is my pleasure, my dear. And know that there are many here in other worlds that want to help. We speak of you as the little earthlings. You have a major role to play here. And so we ask you to be aware, stay positive and strong and confident within yourself. Do not readily give away your own power to someone else. Your truth is within you. And that is what Sai Baba has said. And I remind you that you are all gods and you have that knowing in you. Please remember that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I God bless you. <laughs> thank you so so much. I'll let you. Do you need to take a sip of water or? Are you? <laughs> no, a... I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm a bit shaky. Um, uh... <laughs> While Valerie is taking a sip of water, I'll speak to the audience and say. Um, this is something that we don't typically do. And as a matter of fact, I don't know that we've ever done a transmission per se on higher journeys. And it's something that I've been uh, wanting to at least certainly have a conversation about. And please understand the, the amount of energy 
um, both emotional, psychological, and maybe even physical Valerie that it that it certainly takes to be a conduit, a catalyst for um, yet another personality and and one so uh, powerful. So I want to thank you again, Valerie, for doing this at definitely short notice. And, and uh, I hope that the journeyers uh, were able to glean some some measure of wisdom from what was said. So that's great. Wow. (laughs) I think I need to, I'm a little physically exhausted myself just by, you know, you connect so, so much with what's being said. And energetically, I think that uh, those that are listening, I'm sure will be affected as well in a positive way. I want to bring up another, um, I don't know if I'd call this a technical effect or, but something that I found very curious in one of the transmissions that you did, it was not October, uh, this just a few days ago, I believe it was October 8th, that I just listened to and we'll make sure to have a link for everyone to to visit Valerie's great site and her YouTube channel. So you can tune in as well. But the the transmission that you did, I believe before in September, I want you to talk about that, Valerie, there was a very, very anomalous, unrelenting sound on that recording, that we know with technology, many things can go wrong. And a lot of odd things happen with sounds, etc. But I don't think that's what was happening here. What do you think? And I don't know, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm going to pause right here, Valerie, because I think what I'm going to do is put a little clip in here so you can hear for yourself just what I'm talking about. Great love, I would like now to hand over this meeting to Anthony the Bank. Thank you, Valerie, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was really something else, Valerie. And I know that it, it, it took you aback for a little bit, but it seemed that it did not want to stop. What are your thoughts about what that was? Well, that was the point. What I would like to say is that all the uh, internet technology that we have, in fact, everything that's happened on this planet has come from the knowledge of the star people. Uh, the people in, in um, Andromeda, have, uh, or Andromeda as they say, M31 is another galaxy altogether, and they say, the hierarchies say there, that they actually created or helped create the planet Earth to replace another that had been attacked and blown up. So all these stories of Star Wars are very real, apparently. I haven't looked into a lot of them, and I've never actually watched Star Wars um, programs because I wanted to be pure in my channeling, if that makes sense. I didn't want to have a preconceived idea or be influenced, but I still get a thrill when I hear other mediums around the world say something that I've received as well, and it just brings it all together. Not that I need any proof these days, but um, it is a lovely way to know that, you know, you're still, you're all on the same path, in other words. Mm -hmm, mm And we need to work at it. I had a lot of um, training to start with to be able to do this channeling. And I have been blessed with this ring that I've told you about. 
because Sababa, when he gave it to me, he said, when you look in that ring, I will be there. Well, of course, I, um, I understand. Well, I did at the time, I didn't understand, but I certainly understand now. He's, he's with me all the time. In fact, when I first had it and I came home, I put in the jewelry box, you know, when I was doing house cleaning or something like that. And then a friend actually uh, rang me one day and said, Valerie, Sai Baba came me in a dream and asked me to tell you to wear the ring all the time. <laughs> and I had been given a feeling that I should have been doing that. So... Um, so I have. I wear it all the time, even when I sleep. <laughs> that is such a powerful story. Not just a powerful story, but the, the, the exchange that happened makes me wonder, Valerie. We, you know, we talk about this idea that all of us really contracted our lives, that there were pre-contracts that were made, including some of the maladies that some of us would go through, some of the missions that we would be on, etc. Do you feel that... There was a contract made between you and Satya Sai Baba at some point, hence the reason why he needed to give you this ring. Um, I did miss a little bit. We're cutting and out then, Alexis. So yeah, I saw that. That was that was kind of an odd. <laughs> you, you kind of. It's almost like we had a different camera angle. That was quite strange. I'll repeat it. That was okay. a little odd. I don't know if that maybe that question shouldn't have been asked. My question, in uh, short, is: Do you feel that you may have? made a contract with Satya Sai Baba prior to incarnating that you would be working with him in this regard? Yes, definitely. Yes. I, I know. And um, John also, we're both here on a mission. Uh, we didn't have to come. We actually came. And it's a bit hard sometimes to go too deep into all this because, um, and I hesitate too, but I have I've been asked by upstairs to put my work into a book, one I showed you, which is beginning of the, um, uh, uh, when the first ancestors were created, and then the other book, Star Lady. Now, in um, part, it's got part one, part two, and part three, and that's actually my experience, and a lot of John's as well, my husband, and um, can I just show you the cover? No, I certainly can. Please do. And, yes. Um, to me, a lot of in, in, uh, information through holding a sacred Alcaringa stone, which belonged to the uh, indigenous people of Australia. And they said it came from the stars, and they said it was a messenger stone. And, of course, in holding it, while I was holding it, um, I realized also that I was a messenger, and they told me that I held the knowledge that the stone held also. And that connected a lot in part two about Uluru. Mm -hmm. So you actually asked me if I understand about that strange noise on the last... Yes. The last, um, yeah, that's happened uh, a while before. I can't remember now. It could have been almost a year ago. And they asked me upstairs. Cosmic Sababa asked me and Alteringa, he introduced himself to me. Um, um, wait a minute. I'll just shoot something on the computer, which, of course, remember, the star people gave us all this information, this knowledge, rather. Can you see that? Mm -hmm. now, that's a picture of me that he's taken, put on the computer, and changed it so I've got a beard and black skin. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. And <laughs> yeah. tell us again, Valerie, who did this? Alteringa. 
from the stars. He's actually a well-known ancestor of the indigenous people, an ancient creator ancestor. But even before that, he was the star. He was the commander in chief of this story we're writing about from when we came from the Pallades in a huge starship. So it's fascinating story. And um, that getting back to that strange noise that you were talking about, mm. to be quite honest, I'm confused about it as well. But what I'm, they did ask me, they wanted a scientist to investigate the, the sound and the work because they said it would show that it really is coming from Andromeda, the galaxy M31. Well, I haven't had any success there. And also uh, they're asking me to contact a, a scientist in some way to about um, this about this sound that we're talking about to, to yes yes assess it has it. been examined by a Polish um, physicist uh, from the university there of uh, oh gosh I can't think anyway it's a famous university but he's retired so he hasn't got the equipment to test it anymore mm-hmm. so that would be really great if somebody could uh, contact me that would be willing to examine it further. Because I have no idea. I don't, I'm not a scientist, so I really don't. I'm just asking. Well, sure. The sound, the sound is clearly um, unfamiliar. As I was trying to put a, a finger on what it sounded like, I would say it, it seemed like a bad telephone transmission. That's what it sounded like to me. There seemed to be, uh, I don't know, it, it definitely was not, it was not, it was unusual. It was unusual. And I got a sense that it had something to do with what you were bringing through and where it was coming from. And I will yes. put it out there. You, you just heard uh, Valerie Barrow just mention if there's anyone out there that happens to tinker with analyzing sound at a high level, literally and figuratively, uh, reach out to me, let me know, email me over at Higher Journeys, and we'll hook you up with uh, Valerie, because now uh, you've got two of us curious, probably more now that you've heard it, of what that was. And yet it wouldn't surprise me at all, Valerie, if this was some sort of a, an intersection, if you will, of, uh, of sound frequency based on this transmission. We've heard of this before. Yes, they have actually said to me that the voice would show, especially for um, Andromeda Val, who is speaking from another galaxy, from Andromeda, um, but, um, so I've lost a bit what I was going to say then. Uh, yes, they've also said that, um, uh, there are other things too they want to examine, uh, and that's Uluru itself. Mm. And that's another thing. I've had Alteringa come through and sit with me. I couldn't see him, but I felt his presence. He was sitting beside me. And because I'm clairaudian, he actually was, we were communicating telepathically and he was asking me or to look such and such up on a search, you know, just researching on the net. <laughs> and so I wrote an article about um, the story of Uluru and its impact crater. So that's what they're saying. Of course, the impact crater has been filled in now, and so it's confusing. But scientists uh, or astronauts are not, it's not astronauts, sorry, astronomers, astronomers are saying it is not um, an asteroid. But he gave me also uh, images as he was giving me the work. So I, there's a lot. In other words, it's clues for a scientist 
to really come to see it is an asteroid that had, has come from the start. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I found out later, the indigenous people, the old fellas, used to say that it came from the stars. But Uluru itself, I'm yeah. sorry, Uluru itself, you're saying, the rock yeah. came yes. from the stars. Yes, yes absolutely. And um, they, they, um, the old people used to say that it came from the stars, but they've stopped saying that now. Um, because the scientists are not believing it, so um, I uh, will say something else there. (laughs) Wherever it came, (laughs) yeah, I will say wherever it came from, how it showed up, whatever it is, I can testify to the fact that while there in the presence of Uluru, that rock, it's a visceral experience. I'm not going to go into my stories. I've got I've got stories, and I'll I'll be honest, uh, Valerie. I came two years ago, or two yeah. conferences ago. Initially, um, a bit not skeptical, but I, I said, "Well, let's see." I you know I had done a little bit of reading and was told it's this, it's that. But I always just like you, not wanting to um, sort of set yourself up by reading too much and getting uh, swayed or, or potentially tempted to be swayed. I did the same. But I have to tell you, when I got there, I had two very powerful experiences that came out of nowhere. There's something going on there, for sure. I can attest to that. Listen. Sorry, Alexis. Can I just add one little thing? You certainly can. uh, Oprah Winfrey came to visit us, you know, in Australia, and everyone was really happy about that. She was flying on a plane over Uluru. And she was being interviewed and saying what you know what she felt and how she was enjoying her stay and all that sort of talk. And she looked down at Uluru and you could see it from the um, the, the airplane. Yes. And looking down, and she said, "It just looks like somebody's just dropped it there." And I thought, "Good on you, Oprah." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been waiting for people to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is quite a sight as you're approaching. You can indeed see it. Absolutely. <laughs> It's really something I encourage everyone once we're free to move around, move about the little blue planet Earth. Once again, uh, I would definitely advise uh, paying a visit to Uluru for sure. We're going to have to close out uh, for now. But I want, it, you know, before we do, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you if for your thoughts on what is coming. We touched on it very briefly, December 21st of 2020. I know that Cosmic Consciousness a shout out to Catherine Hand and Mick Turner will be doing their, uh, God willing, their uh, special celebration there at Uluru on the 21st of December. What is this all about? If you could give me your thumbnail in a minute or two, what should people be looking for or bracing for uh, on December 21st? Um, actually, yes, 20, 21st, and 22nd actually is the Cosmic Consciousness Conference, hopefully. Um, and actually, you, you, I lost you for a bit there again, Alexis, for some reason. That's okay. Uh, no. So I'm not quite sure what the last question was, actually, my except que- it's happening. My question, and- my question was for what should people, generally speaking, around the planet be either bracing for or embracing when it comes to December 21st of this year? Well, if they're really following their inner teachings they'll always be in the right place at the right time and this is all leading to 
the raising of consciousness when we finally all come together in what's called a golden age, where there will peace, there'll be peace, harmony and goodwill all over the earth and nobody would ever dream of raising a weapon to sort out a problem. So that's what we pray for. Indeed. Indeed. I love what you said. We've heard it expressed in many ways, but it can never be said enough. Your thoughts are things. They're strong. They're powerful. They manifest. Let those thoughts be positive and uplifting. That's not to be in denial about the things that aren't working out. Those need to be addressed. But put a smile on your face. Let the thoughts put a smile on your face. And I bet you in time and with persistence, you will see your reality follow suit. So there. Valerie, thank you so much. Tell us before we depart where people can find out more about your wonderful work, both on YouTube, as well as your website. (laughs) The website is just simply www.valeriebarrow.com. That's all. And um, the books are available uh, online, Amazon or Booktopia, all those people. Actually, page on the website I think that shows people where they can get them excellent we'll make sure to have the links and then for your YouTube channel we can link that as well do you do monthly transmissions of Cosmic Sai Baba Uh, I do one uh, once a month but it's been happening a little more often lately Um, so I can't say it was just like this unexpected one today so but that uh, thank you for that Alexis thank you thank you that was great. I hope so anyway. <laughs> we hope to have you back and you're a gem. And, you know, I just, again, I pray I'm going to keep the positive thoughts that one day we shall meet again. And uh, are you waving to your beloved husband? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put him on the spot, but when we sign off, I'd like to say hi to John, uh, the, okay. the other right. half of this dynamic duo. But for now, I'm going to sign off. You don't go anywhere, Valerie. Stay right there. I'm going to say goodbye. And thank you, as always, to the journeyers for supporting us here at Higher Journeys. We'll talk to you real soon. Take care. <laughs>